We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. The battle lines are drawn now in the world war we're in. The real world war. The one that matters. The currency war. That will answer the question, will we all be ruled through the central bank? Forced into a central currency that comes pre-programmed to control what we can spend it on. And worse, whether we get to have access to the financial system of the world at all, or whether we're canceled. Canadian trucker style, wiped out. Canada's entry into the system was formally announced on page 214 of the Canadian budget, which just came out. They intend to join it. Biden made a similar announcement a few weeks ago in an executive order. This is just all the dominoes falling. The budget formally announces Canada's intention, the government anyway, to launch a financial sector legislative review focused on the digitization of money. Basically, they're setting up the frameworks to switch to all digital currency. They call it CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. They say we need it. We need to pre-program money because, you know, money. As in its current form, you know, hard cash, it can be spent for criminal purposes. We can't have that. Cryptocurrencies, it says, can be spent for criminal purposes too. That's dangerous. So we need a financial system where we can pre-program the money and make sure it's never used for crime. Like, you know, protesting your own government, Canadian trucker style. This launches the study program that's aimed at constructing this whole financial system. And it looks at, quote, the potential need for a central bank digital currency in Canada. Now, folks, if this was just Canada, it'd be interesting and all, but it's not. This is being done in tandem with the United States, the EU, and the UK, where it's coming out of in the EU. And the UK Telegraph, we've been over this in the podcast before, is has long since settled this issue. They're going to do it. Um, they're just debating how they're going to pre-program the cash. Everybody will use it, and they'll tie it to a basket of currencies, but there'll only be one, meaning that the central bank can rule the world. Joe Biden announced an almost identical initiative in an executive order a few weeks ago. It's not new, of course. The Economist announced that we would be here back in an article in 1998. But this is the implementation phase, And this is why everything on your television is happening. China and Russia have decided to break the back of the dollar. That's good for them financially. 
They've been open about wanting to destroy the dollar, specifically the petrodollar that gives the U.S. ruling control over the financial system of the world and makes us very rich. They've been wanting to destroy that for 20 years and they've not hidden it. But the real war went from theoretical and a bunch of threats dropped by Russia and China to the real deal. A full-on currency war with the U.S. and the EU and Canada trying to centralize currency and Russia and China trying to fragment the system by having people paying anything but dollars, paying their own currency, that kind of thing. It's going to create two financial systems, the biggest story on earth. But China and Russia don't just want to fragment the system to keep from being ruled themselves by the central bank. No, they want to destroy it. They want to break the back of the dollar. They know what's up. They know if we can get one currency on the whole world, including them, we win and we rule. Or rather, a cabal of global elites rule. You know what's especially pernicious about this? According to the Telegraph, they want to pre-program the money so that governments can decide what it's spent on. But listen to this. Also, your employer. Think how woke these corporations are. We'll have more on that, by the way, coming up on the podcast. That's right. So those who hold the money and hold the most money can program it. Just government and employers. It would make you, me, everyone, slaves, virtual slaves. And Canada just announced their version of the system. Folks, this is one of the biggest stories of the week. And in today's world, the biggest stories of the week are almost not discussed at all. They're certainly not on your television screen. And you know what, folks? This is increasingly because... The elite's culture is so foreign, evil, and quite frankly, bizarre that they have to rule or they won't be the elites anymore. This week was a total showcase of that. It's becoming clear week after week, day after day, that there is something profoundly wrong with the elites and the elite institutions that rule our country and our world. Their culture is nothing like our culture, and it's beginning to show. Welcome to this week's edition of the Insane Things Podcast, where we wrap up the week that was by highlighting the most insane things that happened. Let's dive in. The week began with something absolutely unthinkable that never would have occurred 20 years ago, maybe not even 15, a full display of Satanism at the Grammys over the weekend. Wait, what? Yep, right there in prime time, the rapper, Little Nas X, performed for some of the most familiar faces in Hollywood. And while he was doing it, He simulated sex with Satan right there on the screen. Even more shocking and jarring, watching the Hollywood names and faces in the audience go wild. They loved it. Nas X himself dressed as Satan, and he was shown on the screen cavorting in his custom 666 Nike tennis shoes, which feature a pentagram with a drop of human blood inside. Nike's actually suing him because he marketed these, but... The producers of the Grammys thought they were so cool. They made sure to go in for a tight shot. Nasex himself kept an almost constant hold on his crotch throughout the entire performance, during which he was dressed almost genderlessly in a feminine lacy shirt. This is their culture. This is their comfort zone. They're not like us. Not at all. Folks, can you imagine going to whatever gathering you go to with your friends, even those who haven't done the door of a church in a long time, And passing around swapping for entertainment videos of someone simulating sex with Satan. Is that a normal thing? Would would anyone you know do that socially? Would you go back if someone you knew socially did? You wouldn't. It's bizarre. It's sick. It's antisocial. 
Even if you're not particularly religious, you know that at a gut level. They don't. And to watch them cheer and go wild. Folks, and you realize who this rapper's key audience is? Tweens and teens. He recently had a concert on Roblox where these kids congregate. 30 million tuned in. A satanic performance like that, again, 20 years ago, would have caused an absolute American uproar. People would have had to resign from their jobs putting on the Grammys, but hardly anybody batted an eye. The week ended that way, too. With an apology from Disney CEO Bob Chapek to the gay community for not being enough of an ally. He's currently trying to keep his job in the face of a full-scale rebellion by gay employees to whom he's turned over the company's moral compass. I mean, literally. One of the things he said during the apology when he reminded them of everything he's done for them, including fighting Ron DeSantis's, quote, don't say gay bill, unquote, was that he had delegated the company's moral authority to the LGBTQIA plus advisory council, and they were now making the decisions. Not him. This turnover could be why he's facing the revolt. Because he's in a downward spiral at Disney in which it seems no matter what he does, they just get angrier. As part of this apology, the CEO promised to help the children of employees transition with gender-affirming procedures. What's a gender-affirming procedure? That's hormone blockers, puberty blockers, surgery to remove or build breasts, and to remove or build penises and genitalia. So doing all of this work uh, to ensure that our employees and cast can express their gender here authentically and proudly at the company. So, you know, coming up with guides on how to change your photo, information about pronouns, working with our benefits team to give information about gender affirmation procedures, both for our employees who are transitioning and trans, but also our employees who have kids who are transitioning. Will it be enough to placate them? Or will he have to apologize again? We'll see. But folks, this is the tremendous, unbelievable pressure American corporations are under right now to embrace and conform to woke ideology. That's in part because the medical community and federal government are driving this. Joe Biden started it last week, promoting hormones and surgeries for those under the age of 18 who want to transition. Biden spokesperson Jen Psaki doubled down on it this week. Every major medical association agrees that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving. And what is the gender-affirming care that they want for minors? Here's how Health and Human Services, a federal agency, defines gender-affirming care. I've actually put this rubric up on my Twitter feed. You can find it on the Health and Human Services healthcare page. It's hormone therapy, testosterone hormones for those who are assigned female at birth, and estrogen hormones for those who are assigned male at birth. They list that as partially reversible. And when it's used as early adolescence onward. And underneath gender-affirming care also, and keep in mind, they're advocating this for minors. People that we don't allow to buy cigarettes or to drive cars until they turn 16, or to serve in the military, or to drink because they're not old enough to make those decisions. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yet the government is now touting gender-affirming care. And one of the four parts of that, gender-affirming surgeries. Top surgery to create male typical chest shape or enhanced breasts, the federal government says. Bottom surgery on genitals or reproductive organs and facial feminization and other procedures. The government lists those as not reversible. Yet there's Saki along with Disney and last week Biden pushing this as the unquestionable standard of care. Here's how Stephen Miller, former advisor to President Trump, described that in a tweet this week. He said the administration is making it expressly clear that gender affirming care for kids means shutting down puberty with powerful chemicals, pumping them full of sterilizing opposite sex hormones and castrating them with drastic surgery. And folks, that's exactly what the federal definition says and that it's irreversible for kids. How can you consent to this at the age of 12? So, folks, put this all together. The left is fighting. Like, I've never seen them fight before because it's so unpopular. 55% of Democrats in two polls do not support this. That they're fighting to have school administrators, school teachers teach young children about gender transitioning and then provide the means to do it through the government and pump it into their entertainment so that the reinforcement is constantly there at places like Disney. It's a full onslaught. Culturally speaking, this is coming at your kid from every angle before the third grade, except in Florida. What's the significance of this? It's huge if you think about it. If this is the settled standard of care, all these federal agencies agree. What happens when mom and dad say no? When a 12-year-old wants to remove her breasts and have an artificial penis surgically placed on her. When she wants to use sterilizing opposite-sex hormones. Folks, watch this. These parents are going to be in court fighting this. You know why? What happens to you if you deny the standard of care? Say your child gets life-threatening pneumonia and you decide you want to pray it away. You don't um, want to go to the doctor. What happens? Well, they can take your child from you. This is exactly where the left is going. Normalizing this, brainwashing kids into doing it through entertainment in their schools. And then when parents want to stop it, they get hit with the brick wall of the federal government endorses this. This is the standard of care by every medical outfit out there. Folks, this is going to be huge in the coming years. And it's going to pit parent against child. Which brings us to the fourth most insane thing that happened this week. 
Barack Obama appeared again out of nowhere to demand government censorship of anybody who disagrees with him. He called it Internet controls to handle the, quote, out of control demand for crazy on the Internet. Obama said this at a disinformation conference where all the media's leading lights and liars were gathered, like Brian Stelter and the staff of The Atlantic, who've made up so many crazy hoaxes. And they spent the weekend basically complaining because Fox News is allowed to broadcast and Newsmax and Breitbart, you know, all the people who got it right for the last two years, and they want them silenced. So the crowning glory of this disinformation conference was Barack Obama demanding government censorship of the Internet. They don't trot him out like this. He's their most formidable weapon, or at least they think so, unless it's for something big, which means something big is coming. And what do they need to cover up? What do they need censorship to control discussion of? Well, the Democrats are getting to the truly radical part of their agenda. This is why nowhere on earth does socialism, communism, authoritarianism ever accompanied by free speech. Eventually you get to the radical part that's not very popular with the people and you have to silence them. We're there. You can see this in the polls, the disapproval of Democrats. The fact that a Republican was just elected for the first time in Kenosha, a county that Democrats and Democrat politicians allowed to be burnt to the ground. $50 million worth of damage in two days as the media lied about Jacob Blake being shot in the back, a black man, by the police for no reason. Once the truth came out, no one was ever prosecuted in that because it turns out they were completely justified. He had a knife and he was trying to steal a car with three little kids in the back. And they tried everything to subdue him before they did it. And the people, when put that to the vote, a Republican wins for the first time. See, so this is why they need the censorship. They're at the point in their agenda where they cannot go any further with free speech. And they're going to figure out a way around it. What? Does that point in the agenda look like the first ever Americans are getting a glimpse of what's coming? Open borders, truly open borders with free cell phones for illegal immigrants at the border. By the way, I'm getting more information on why they want to give them the cell phone that will allow them to keep in touch with the illegals on the free smartphones that they'll all get. When was the last time you got a new smartphone or could afford it? Yep, on that smartphone, according to Hillary Vaughn with Fox Business, the federal government's going to install the CBP-1 app. It was originally devised to make it easier for known travelers to the U.S. who were already approved for travel, had a visa and everything, to enter and go across the border. But they're now going to use it for the illegals. What is this, folks? This is remarkable. This is erasing the difference between legal entrance to the United States of America, those coming here for business or to go on vacation, visit family, those coming here to work to erase the distinction between them and illegals. They are moving the illegals into the mainstream system. So there is no difference whatsoever in how they are treated between them and the other travelers. One problem, they say, because they'll now be taking 18,000 a day, 500,000 a month, 6 million a year. The system will essentially break and shatter. So, she reports, there simply won't be time to background check these people and see who they are. She says Customs and Border Patrol tells her that they will let them in with, quote, minimal biometric data and vetting to expedite the processing. So, what they're doing is asking illegals to log in on this app 
and go ahead and go through the process of coming into the country using the app that is the exact one that somebody who would legally come here would use. So they're just ignoring the illegalities, how they're going to get them in here. So they're supposed to download the app on whatever device they have before they get here and use it to pre-check in as they come through Mexico or wherever else. Um, Then they will get the brand new cell phone once they get here, which ensures that they can have an ongoing conversation with liberal NGOs and the Democrat Party because the goal is to romance them and get them to vote for the Democrats. Um, And so what you're going to end up seeing is a constant conversation between them and the Democrats, the Democrat government, as they are offered welfare benefits via links sent on the app and all of that. So this is literally the creation of a shadow nation inside our nation with the Democrats and the federal government and the liberal NGOs all working together to communicate with them and move them forward as a group from outside the border to inside um, on to the welfare rolls where they'll be qualified to go because we're giving them all asylum again. Remember, that was all, asylum was only ever supposed to be given to a couple dozen people a year. It is comes with a full complement of welfare benefits that even Americans can't get. There's no limit. For Americans, the limit's about $52,000 a year. Total welfare benefits, you can't just get everything, except if you get asylum. Again, it was created during the Soviet era for Russian dissidents. We wanted them to want to come here talk to us, inform on their country, uh, and just escape because their governments were trying to kill them. Well, the Biden administration is introducing adjudicators that'll go right out into the field and award this um, right there at the border. You used to have to go through months, if not years, of legal process before a judge to get this. And over 90% of those trying to get it wouldn't. So this is highly illegal, but they're going to confer this status on these illegals, hand them the free cell phone, The text will start with the links to the welfare benefits they can get, but you don't qualify for because you're an American citizen. You don't have this special benefit. And the relationship is cemented. It's actually kind of brilliant. They're running the world's largest ever voter drive. Everyone on earth is invited. But then you can't blame Joe for this. I mean, he did tell us he intended to do it. Remember, on his website, in The Biden-Sanders plan that he wrote with Bernie Sanders, they said that they intended to welcome, quote, welcome all of the world's migrants, 130 to 160 million people. Here's Joe from the campaign trail. I mean, he didn't lie about this. What I would do as president, I would, in fact, make sure we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. But Joe's promises began before then. When there was waves and waves, much smaller than the ones now, coming under under Barack Obama's loose policies, Joe Biden told the media he'd do one better. And he told him why he wanted to do this. This is what proves it's a voter drive, folks. And the wave still continues. It's not going to stop. Nor should we want it to stop. As a matter of fact, it's one of the things I think we can be most proud of. An unrelenting stream of immigration non-stop non-stop folks like me who were caucasian of european descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the united states of america absolute minority fewer than 50 percent of the people in america from then and on will be white european stock 
That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.